Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show. I am your host, Emma Gunn Awardner, and in this episode, I thought we'd talk habits because we've spoken about habits a lot, haven't we, over the years? Long-time listeners will remember that in 2018, I undertook a year-long project where every fortnight I either made or broke a habit. When 2019 came around, I was, I will be really honest, a little relieved the project had ended because it just seemed like there was always a habit because there was obviously it was a year-long project but it did leave I'm not going to lie it really did leave something of a gap in my life I did miss it weirdly I wasn't expecting to but I really did with that said I've said it more than once that 26 Habits provided an excellent foundation upon which to make some real significant changes. And those were changes I was able to make in 2019. And those little habits have persisted, just not in quite so structured a way. So some of the things that we did together in 26 Habits, I still do now without even thinking. But some of them, some are new, there are other things. And I think just my ability to pick up something and run with it and actually pay attention to what the repeated behavior of doing something does over and over again, whether it's positive or negative. I think I've just tuned into that for having done 26 habits. And actually, I'd be interested to know if that's how you found it too. And I thought some of the habits that I've sort of either picked up or stuck with, but maybe have evolved slightly differently, I just thought I would share them with you. Because the habits we tackled in 26 habits weren't all that small. There were diet changes, like early mornings, early nights, late nights, whatever, yoga, budgeting habits and physical challenges. But sometimes, I think one of the biggest things I learned from 26 habits is that sometimes the really small repeated actions can really, really mean a lot. Though building those smaller habits actually provide a really solid foundation. So I just wanted to talk about a few things that I've noticed that have really become an important part of my day. And one thing I've started doing every single evening before I go to bed is drink an apple cider vinegar shot. Now, if you'd said this to me a year ago, I would have thought, old old wives tale. But actually, apple cider vinegar has been proven to lower blood sugar, help kill some pathogens, lower cholesterol and improve heart health. But the reason I take it every single evening, and actually I must credit Davinia Taylor, who's been on this podcast before, I saw her talking about it and I thought I would give that a go because my gut is often at odds with me. But I feel as though it really helps with my bloating and it could be a placebo, it could be doing nothing. But if I take a shot, I feel that I'm much less likely to wake up with that sort of bloated solid feeling in my stomach that makes me feel uncomfortable and it's horrible to wake up feeling uncomfortable and so since I've started taking that shot I wake up and I don't have that feeling so that's why I take it and the way I do it is I sometimes I'll down a shot just I've got a a, you know for making cocktails I've got a jigger so it's 25 milliliters on one end and 50 on the other and I just take a single shot and just throw it down the hatch as it were But sometimes maybe if I haven't drunk enough water that day, I will put that shot into a long glass of water and just drink that. It really depends what mood I'm in. But I can't deny that it's a habit I've stuck with because it feels as though it works. And I'm just going to keep doing it until it doesn't. But it's something that I really do feel has made a difference. And it's such a little thing. It would never have been worthy of a 26 Habits two-week project because can you imagine this, this fortnight on 26 Habits... Emma just drinks something in the evening. It's not groundbreaking, but I feel as though it's made a really big difference. So if you feel 
maybe you're somebody who wakes up in the morning and if you do have digestive issues like I do, if it's the first thing that goes when you're stressed, it might just be something that'll help ease it. Who knows? But it's worked for me, so I thought I'd tell you about it. If you are a long-time listener of this podcast, then you'll know I'm a huge fan of cold showers. So me telling you that they are a habit will be old news. But what's new news regarding cold showers is how long I do them for. So I used to do them for between 30 seconds and a minute. And the benefits of cold showers are many and varied. And I will link to the episode when I did the 26 Habits uh, back in 2018. But... I was do I was very comfortably standing under the shower. So at the end of your shower, you wash as normal, wash your hair if you need to. And then at the end, I turn around, turn the shower to cold, and I let the water hit me right on the back of my neck. And I was doing that for 30 seconds to a minute every morning. And I did it because I honestly feel incredible every time I do it. But what I've started doing this year is trying to stay under the water for three minutes. And I do it because I feel incredible. It just is so invigorating in a way that I, it really is like plunging into cold water and just everything waking up in your body. It's incredible. So on mornings when I exercise, the cold shower feels amazing after a workout. It really, really does. And on mornings when I don't exercise, it can feel as though I have worked out because that invigorating power of the cold is just so incredible. I highly, highly recommend it. I know it's not easy. Start with five seconds and work your way up. Honestly, you won't regret it. It's something that I now, I have to do it. I really, really have to do it. And this might sound like a lame one, but again, I've stuck with it because I feel as though the results are noticeable. And I don't want to sound like the princess in the pea, but I've been wearing a silk eye mask and sleeping on a silk pillow every single night, well, a silk pillowcase, to the point that when I travel, I have to take them both with me. I wear the sleep mask because I get really dry eyes. I think I'm one of those people, I don't think I know, I'm one of those people who sleeps with their eyes ever so slightly open so they can get very, very dry. And when I wake up, if I've worn the silk eye mask, they are far less likely to feel dry and itchy. And you know, that thing where you're sort of squinting just to see, I don't do that because my my eye mask has protected me. Do I need a silk one? Probably not, but it's a habit I've got into and, uh, I'm not going to get out of it. And the reason I sleep on a silk pillowcase is because it feels really nice. Also, if you're somebody who, when you wake up, maybe a couple of hours, if, you, if you're like me, you'll wake up a couple of hours before you're due to wake up and kind of go, yeah, yeah, I've got two hours left, right? That's when I turn my pillowcase over because I like the cold side of the pillow. The silk pillowcase is really, really good for maximizing that experience. And then the other thing is my hair is quite fine. It's prone to break. I've had alopecia in the past, so anything that will help my hair not snap off is great and a silk pillowcase is much less likely to break and muss up my fine hair when I sleep so that's another reason why I use it and then also I try to exercise a few times a week if you follow me or if you a long time listen you'll know this but this year I've made it a real priority to go out and walk and not just go out for a walk but go out and walk in nature like trying to find trees go to a park and I know that this has been you know it's been called forest bathing and all that sort of stuff but it's just walking outside in nature and there's plenty of data to show that even being around trees and greenery can have a calming influence on your central nervous system can help with things like anxiety it's proven it's clinically proven 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bowen Branch and how you can discover this new level of softness with their iconic sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% responded that Bowen Branch sheets get softer with every wash. They source the rarest 100% organic cotton for an incredible softness to start. Then they skip the toxins and harsh chemicals for a natural feel unlike anything else. And it all comes together with their signature weave. This special design feels buttery, breathable, and unlocks new levels of softness with every wash. And they stand behind their promise of softness. With their 30-night guarantee, you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. If during the 30 nights you don't love your sheets or feel them getting softer and softer, you can send them right back, no questions asked. So head to BowlinBranch.com for 15% off your first order with code RESTFUL15. That's B-O-L-L and Branch.com. Exclusions apply. See site for details. But the habit I've got into is that I go out in nature and I don't wear earphones or anything that could dull my senses because I make an effort to listen to the bird song or listen to the wind in the trees or just listen to what's going on around me and look at what's happening. Not just sort of look at the ground, but actually look at how gorgeous the trees are or, oh, someone's someone's moan, uh, cut the hedge. You know, all of those sorts of things. Just try and actually pay attention and use, like, what, what does it smell like? Does it smell really fresh? Are there any plants I can smell or flowers I can smell? And I know it sounds really odd, but I try to be aware of all of my senses because music, podcasts, audiobooks, my phone, my computer, I'm plugged into all of those most of the time and they all block out all of those other things and you can miss literally what's in front of you. So I've made it a habit to at least twice a week go out as part of my exercise, make sure that I'm walking and I'm appreciating the world around me and I'm not being distracted by anything. I'm just there and actually I was I was out for a walk the other day and it wasn't one I did pick up my phone so clearly it's a habit that I'm a bit rubbish at but um after about 10 minutes my friend said who do you keep saying hello to you've made lots of friends in your neighborhood and I said oh no it's doggies because dogs I pay attention to the dogs and the, and it's really nice to chat to a dog but usually if you've got your headphones on the dogs don't come up and play with you so that's that's another reason not to put your headphones on I just think it's a healthy practice to just listen to the world around you if you're outside or also sometimes just sit in a little bit of silence listen to your breath have a little think but try not to let your thoughts get too muddled I mean we're, we're talking about meditation here but there you go and also fresh air really really does wake you up so it's kind of it's a combination of a habit of exercising, but exercising outside and exercising with a purpose of kind of unplugging. That's the habit that I'm really into. And I really feel it. If I do it any less than twice a week, I really feel it. So if I do it once a week, I feel it. I try to do it at least twice a week. And then the other habit I have really got into in the last hmm, three or four, hmm, let's think about six months, food prep has become such an important habit, a really, really positive habit for me. And it's since I started using Ian Hayes' book, Seven Day Basket, and I've bleated on about this book so much because I really love it. But the reason I adore it is because when I had my breast reduction surgery, if you haven't listened to that podcast, um, go back to the 1st of December, that's where it is, 1st of December 2019. I didn't think I would be able to look after myself after the surgery. So I bought 
30 protein bars and I figured that would cover me for 10 days three meals and it was rubbish and as soon as I got home and I realized well actually I can look after myself I thought well actually I really want to look after myself I want to feed myself well I'm healing I want to nourish myself and I had uh, Ian's book and I had been using it but I read it cover to cover and really looked at all the recipes and I started making the food from that and just buying those baskets and really looking after myself and it's just been a part of it's something I've just never done before and it makes such a huge difference and now I use those recipes for batch cooking there are some of the recipes in there that I absolutely love so I make them in big bulk and I freeze some of them and it just means that I've always got a good amount of healthy nourishing food in my cupboard fridge and freezer it's just brilliant and it's made me feel a lot less stressed about what I'm going to eat every day I don't think I've got to go to the supermarket what do I fancy it's all already been done so I've taken a stressor out of my day which is a lovely thing to think isn't it it's a lovely habit to have gotten into to have gotten into terrible English it's a lovely habit to have really embraced so now I get home in the evening And very slowly and methodically, I take my time over making a delicious meal and food genuinely has never tasted better. It's so much nicer than rushing out or eating out of a packet or eating something that's pre-made, pre-cooked, whatever it might be. Actually chopping up, weighing out and cooking ingredients has given me a whole new appreciation of my meals. And it's now something I look forward to rather than stress about. And it doesn't take as long as you think. Some of these meals take less time than something you'd stick in the oven that you've taken the cling film off and it's like right leave in the oven for 35 minutes I can make and in fact when I finish recording this podcast I'm going to go and make the spicy king prawn linguine that takes about 20 minutes to make start to finish as long as you take the prawns out and defrost them in the morning that's the key and I've done that today so yes all in all it's an excellent habit that I've gotten into so habits what do you think shall we bring them back in 2020 I'm thinking about this as we speak and I'm under a lot of pressure from a lot of my friends to write the 26 Habits book. I know I keep dangling the carrot in the Facebook group and people say yes they would read it but um, I just haven't got around to it yet and I feel a bit lazy and bad. So I need to make a decision about whether I'm going to write that book in 2020 and if I do decide to write the book you will be you will obviously be the first to know about it. I would be really interested if there are any habits from whether it's from 26 Habits or other habits that have nothing to do with this podcast, but habits that you do every single day or you make a real habit of, I would love to know about them in the Facebook group. So go to the show notes, click the link to join the Facebook forum in the show notes. You have to answer a couple of questions and agree to the forum rules. And then you are welcomed with open arms, not just by me, but by thousands of other listeners of the Emma Gunn Show. We'd love to see you there. We want to know about your habits. Have they made your life better? Tell us. We might want to do them too. If you want to DM me, you can DM me on Twitter and Instagram where I'm at Emma Guns. It's always a delight and a pleasure to hear from you. Or if you want to send me a longer message or get in touch with me about something else, whether it's about a habit, a a guest that you would like me to get on the show, a topic you would like me to cover, then please email me on thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. It's always a pleasure and an honor to spend this time with you. I will see you on the next one.